2: Mo play.
3: You always follow, the follow, follow the money. That's what I always say. You always follow yeah, the money. Yeah.
0: This is Follow
4: the Money with Mitch Moss and Polly Howard on VCEN. NBA's back, tipped off last week. So did all the promotions at Bet Rivers Online Sportsbook. Great house specials and the place to go for the latest odds, lines, and promotions. And their weekly same-game parlays. Place three or more same-game parlays each week. Receive a free $10 NBA bet during October and November. Go to BetRivers.com and download the app today at BetRivers. It's a whole new game. Played nine years in the NFL. First-round pick, MVP of the championship team at Colorado. Was on the Atlanta Falcons' two-legit-to-quit team. And he's with uh, VEASAN. Does a great job. Mike Pritchard joins us now to talk NFL at this time every week. So, you playing in the league, what do you think the locker room's like in Green Bay? Where Rodgers comes out and says, because you know they are going through the team meetings, but the right. guys who are making the mental mistakes shouldn't be playing. What do you think that that that's going to resonate?
5: Uh, it doesn't, man. I mean, and great to be with you guys, by the way. You know what the, the, the dynamic with Rodgers is interesting to me because here's a guy that clearly has established himself as a first ballot Hall of Fame, hands down, one of the best players that ever played at position uh, of quarterback. Uh, but the age gap is alarming though. Yeah. And the fact that he can't relate to these guys in a certain way, uh it's like he needs to lower himself to their level, which bothers people. Uh, and it bothers people in that locker room because I know you're an elite player, but man, they're your teammates, right? How are you going to elevate and and, and establish yourself differently than anybody else in that locker room doing the same thing you do? I get it. Your career is 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 certainly one that you feel like you might be entitled that way or or you can present yourself that way. But you got to help these young guys understand what you're talking about. Yeah, you can't talk down to them. And uh, I think today's athlete, especially. Uh, and so sure that dynamic, you know, we saw Ben Roethlisberger go through it uh, with Pittsburgh. Couldn't really relate to those players. And they got to the playoffs. still. You, but, gotta, you know, I don't I, I don't know if yeah. it's a, if there's enough time for that to happen out there in yeah. Green Bay. We'll see, though.
4: Well, you got you got to build them up. And the other thing right. is, he goes, well, he goes, well, no one said anything. What, what, what rookie's going to come up to him and get in his face and be like,
5: hey, I didn't appreciate that. Right, right. I mean, the thing is too, though, Pauly and Mitch. I mean, there's nobody from a, a leadership position at that wide receiver in that wide receiver room either. Like, I, I would love to have seen. You no, know, Randall Cobb has been there, but he left and then he came back. But I would really love to see somebody. Like, like I had, you know, I had Drew Hill, I had uh, Andre Rice, I had people in Ah. in that room that has been in the league a a little bit longer. And then when I became pops (laughs) uh, in the locker room, I I, I mentored the younger players too. So they don't have that out there in Green Bay right now to, to give that illustration to those young guys out there.
6: Okay. You were on plenty of uh, long cross-country flights in your life Mm -hmm. as an NFL player. (laughs) So, you know, you can build camaraderie, team chemistry on flights, you can play cards, you might have a couple of cocktails, who knows, right? Um, Friendships are built up on flights, I'm guessing. What is that like as a teammate right now on the Denver Broncos team of Russell Wilson if if you're on a long flight together and he's up while everybody's sleeping and he's doing the knee highs and the stretching the entire time? I mean, that to me... It's just like, I I would just look at him like, dude, sit down already. (laughs) Knock it off.
5: Well, you know, people have brought brought out the checkbooks, too, on flights like that. Mitch, I mean, hooray, spades, (laughs) you name it. The gambling has been insane. I've seen guys write uh, five-figure checks uh, on on flights like that, international flights. Um, It's not (laughs) shocking, though, as a player. Here's the thing about Russell Wilson. Uh, the guy only sleeps four hours a day. Everybody knows what Russell Wilson is about. He's corny, right? He's plastic. I mean, you you kind of hear all that about about Russell, uh, but that's what you like about Russell too, because you know that's what Denver was attracted to. But you're not winning, and so now the same thing that you loved Russell Wilson for is now what you're starting to hate him for, right? I mean, we've all re- been been can relate to that, I think, uh, in our personal lives at time one time or another, like. The same thing, a good friend of ours, uh, uh, Todd Palmer, mentioned this to me years ago. The same thing that people love you for, they'll eventually start to hate you for. Huh. Uh, and that's Russell Wilson. His personality, he has not changed. The only thing that's different are, are the fact that the Broncos haven't won. Uh, right? And, and so uh, the expectations are so high on Russell that it's impossible for him to be right or, or for him to do anything the right way. I, I would laugh at it. To be honest with you, I would clown him. But then when it's time to suit up and play a football game, I'm going to support him. And I tell you what, guys, I think the sentiment is so low on Russell Wilson right now and the Broncos, man. I actually like the Broncos. And in honor of Halloween, man, I'm going to bring back this, uh, oh. um, this throwback helmet here, man. I mean, Beautiful. they're catching two and a half points right there. Now, this is this is the donkey helmet, too, by the way. All right, this is an old em- emblem from the Broncos way back in the day, but No, I mean, I I think the sentiment is so low uh, on Russell. I'm I'm taking a look uh, at that plus two and a half situation for the Broncos right now.
4: Okay, so you played there and you live there. What are you Mm -hmm. hearing on what happens if they lose the game?
5: Well, I think that could be one of those uh, (laughs) long flight homes, extra long flight homes, I I think, for Hackett. I I don't think it would be knee-jerk, though, uh, because everything's so new. you got new owners, uh, the GM, the Hackett situation, but I, I, you know, there, there's an attractive name out there. And this franchise had done this in, uh-huh. in the past, too, by the way. Uh, when I got traded to the Broncos, Wade Phillips was my quarterback. I was my head coach. Uh, Mike Shanahan won a Super Bowl uh, out there in San Francisco in 94. Uh, and Pat Bowman, the then owner, rest in peace, Mr. B, uh, said, you know what, Wade? Yes, I know you guys went 500, 500 uh, but I, there's a guy out there that I want, uh, and that is Mike Shanahan. So he fired. Wade Phillips, after one year, uh, one and a half years, because he was interim, too. So uh, then brought in Mike uh, Shanahan. So I, I could see Denver doing something similar after at the end of the year. I mean, it could be a long uh, flight home and people mm-hmm. knowing what's going to happen at the end of the year. I don't know if they'll knee-jerk and do that uh, midseason, though.
4: So Belichick said the plan the whole time was to play both guys Monday night. Mm-hmm. But the message never made it to the offense? How's that possible?
5: That That's idiotic. To be honest with you, because you got to you got to practice, guys. I mean, you, you you only have so much time to practice. You only have so many reps, and um, there's there's no way you could prepare both quarterbacks with equal reps out there. Uh, right, that with didn't the happen exactly. Right, Mac took all the reps. Yeah, exactly, exactly. I mean, look at the mishap on the on this on the fumble uh, handoff. Yep, uh, to a receiver. Right. I mean, those are the kind of things that get you beat. And, and I'm that was shocking to me that Bill Belichick is doing things as a head coach, as long as he's been a head coach of in that in organization, that franchise, he's doing things to get themselves beat. Mm-hmm. Uh, not only did they get beat physically, but mentally as well.
4: Yeah, good point. Stupid play. Right. Uh, zone read inside handoff to a wide receiver with a backup quarterback. It, take it any direction you want tonight, but the, the, the struggles with Tampa Bay and Brady, and certainly, as I've said all week, I have to give more respect and props to Arians because uh, left which Bulls not getting it done this year either.
5: Right, right. Offensively, the Green—excuse uh, me—the the Tampa Bay Buccaneers are the same, right? Uh, Tampa Bay last year, guys, they skewed it uh, from a pass/run ratio, and I mentioned this before—67 to, to 33% uh, pass/run ratio. But last year, Brady was throwing for 43 touchdowns. You know, he, the guy was incredible. This year, they're running the same stuff, doing the same thing, and the league has caught up with that, right? Look how look how the league has changed so far this year with the rushing attack. Uh, and and just different uh, uh, elements of offenses out there that we're seeing being implemented. Whereas the Tampa Bay Buccaneers are doing the same thing, and, and you're doing the same thing so anybody can beat you on a given game day. I mean, look at what the Panthers did. And and I know a lot of people are making noise about the Ravens and, okay, everybody's banged up and they don't have people out there. A backup team just beat Tampa Bay at home last year. I'm talking about Carolina, uh, Carolina Panthers last week. Uh, and so on a short week, you're trying to prepare uh, for Lamar Jackson, which is difficult in a regular week. Now in a short week, and then offensively, how how are the Buccaneers going to be different? Uh, and I know there's uh, there's a number of players missing for the Ravens. I get that, but sometimes those younger players will be energetic uh, and, and more energy on the field is, is certainly could be needed, could be helped uh, help the cause for the Ravens that way. So uh, I, I'm, I didn't play this game. Uh, I talked to Will Hill earlier this week. Uh, He liked the first-half situation with Baltimore, and I can get on board with that. I kind of like that side.
6: Did you realize that as of right now, the Buccaneers legitimately have the worst rushing game in the history of football?
5: (laughs) Yes, I believe that. I I believe it. I mean, just looking at their pass-run ratio, Mitch, I mean, it's incredible that they're they're the exact same team they were last year, but obviously a year older and, and totally different than last year.
6: I'm fascinated by this game tonight. It is. It's a good game. Yeah. I mean, and wow. the line move. Right. Yeah, right. No, it doesn't mean much to go through the money line again. I get that in the zero. But um, right. if they lose, Pritch, I mean, three and mm-hmm. five. Three and five. And they have the Seahawks and the Rams coming up.
5: Right. And Brady has not had, what, below 500 record um, uh, since, what, 2002? You got uh, it. At this time of the year, right? Yep, exactly. And exactly. That's, a, so, that's the last time he lost three in a row as well. Can you imagine your personal life being exposed the way it is to right now and how to handle that each and every week no it would suck right oh beyond be, suck. it would be it would be terrible <laughs> yes it would be yeah it would be horrible it'd be a horror movie uh seriously i mean each and every day you're waking up to some tabloid or uh, some rumor uh, something maybe something factual uh, about what's going on in your personal life and not only dealing with that uh dealing with the struggles on the field and inside that locker room because you know those guys didn't like like brady uh, the last couple of weeks, his attitude is it's the whole elite aspect of things. Like when Aaron Rodgers we just talked about, and now you have Brady, who's in his 40s, for Pete's sake, uh, who can't relate to a lot of those guys uh, in a significant way. And, and especially in a way that is needed right now as you're struggling. Happy belated birthday, buddy. Thank you very much. Uh, I made it today. I was I was shocked. I was going to wake up this.
6: Morning. <laughs> <laughs> I made the dog. I would have made you the dog. Okay. Yeah.
5: You
6: can follow him on Twitter. He's at mi Pritchard, and I, he does a lot of the uh, weekend shows here on Veasan as well. Um, so it's uh, it's always fun to get his perspective as well. Thanks, buddy. Uh, enjoy the games tonight, uh, and also hey, this weekend.
5: All right. Appreciate you guys. Good luck. Yeah. Be good. Appreciate there you, you go.
6: Good perspective there. Yeah, five-figure checks written back when he was playing, for sure. Oh, I mean, it's just the last dance. Henry Perkins' story. Yep. The Celtic teams. Got at it. Arm wrestling got, got and everything. Big time, yeah. yeah. Uh, we'll recap the betting action from last night with win some, lose some. And again, we'll go over uh, a big move in the NBA that got there. It was the right side and now an injury from that game as well.
4: Win some, lose some is presented by Bet Rivers, your
0: hometown sportsbook. Check out their daily specials at BetRivers.com.
1: Were you a winner last night? Wow, winning. Or was it a rough one? Well, they can't all be winners, can they? Loser! You're a loser! Molly Howard recaps the night in sports betting in win some, lose some.
4: All right, Champions League, Tottenham draw, plus 350, 1-1. Leverkusen Atletico Madrid draw 3-1 to that was 2-2 Nigel goes 4-0 with his leans yesterday unbelievable Frankfurt went over right away mm-hmm.
6: in that match all right take it away Mitch heat plus one went off a two and a half point favorite routed Portland yeah they blew them all last night uh, Damian something to monitor here Damian Lillard played 26 minutes he left the game with the uh, right calf strain so if he misses some time they have the Rockets coming up the Grizzlies and then at home um, against uh, two straight, actually against Phoenix. So that's their best player off the court. And I think part of the reason why you like the Blazers' win total under this year. It was a whole handicap.
4: What if something happens to Lillard, right? And then they could also maybe tank if the season. They are four and one. it would been a, a great start. Maybe, but, yeah, yep. right, right. That's right. Cavs Magic under two nineteen down to two fifteen. Easy money. One hundred three ninety two. Nets Bucks under. Whoa! What a second half by Milwaukee. The only unbeaten in the NBA. 233 and a half down to 230.
6: 110 to 99. Kyrie yelling at Ben. Shoot, Ben. Shoot. Not happening. No, he won't do it. Nope. He's allergic to the rim. I think yep. that's now Giannis is six and one, I believe, against uh, KD in Brooklyn. All right. It happened again.
4: Oilers, a perfect seven and zero goal in the first ten. Cash that ticket. That got there. Every Oilers game there's been a goal in the first ten. Islanders a dollar ten up to one fifty. And this from Ralph Michaels. We've touched on this uh, last week. Divisional games this year in the NFL. There's five of them this week. 76% to the under on the season. Carolina-Atlanta, Patriots-Jets, Titans-Texans, Rams-49ers, Bengals-Browns. Those are your five this week. 76% to the under. Incredible. Subscribe, be part of the team. Beason Pro, our radio and podcast friends, you always want to see these videos. Eh, I'm looking good. Huh? I mean, dog, dog checking himself in the mirror. I'm a little confused about who it is, or maybe just uh I like that I'm checking. my, could be a little bit of both, right? Yeah. Yeah, I look good. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, feeling myself <laughs> on the runway. The dog getting up in the mirror, coming back up. Yeah, not bad. All right, Been a little working out, a little tone. Yeah, treadmill, excellent. And uh, trouble afoot here. There is trouble in the living room where the baby's playing, the dog comes in. What is that smell? And the dog <laughs> whoa <laughs> the dog gets a f sound the alarms up uh is the baby had an accident. Time for a change. And the dog the Let's dog go. is alerting the parents about look his eyes his eyeballs get huge about we have an incident here with the baby. Come on, little help, little help. Very good. Excellent job, Dan. It's always Miller time. Lose some sixers raptors under two fifteen down to two
6: eleven. I don't blame my uh, It's The South with the Sixers, it's, they lose again. You know, it's almost as if the 76ers players are out there trying to get Doc Rivers fired. Yeah. That's how bad the start to the season is.
4: Yep. Yeah. Lakers nuggets over. 227 up to 230 and a half. 110 to 99. Lakers 0-4 on the season.
6: Second worst record in the NBA. The Magic are 0-5. They're yeah. the only two winless teams, I believe, in the entire yeah. sport.
4: Yeah. They have had a tough schedule, but uh oh boy. Win some, lose some. Presented by Bet Rivers. Hometown book. There you go. Happy Halloween. Watch out for those trick-or-treaters. They hide in the leaves a lot. Leaves, yeah. They'll come yeah. and get you. Good stuff. Weird NBA season. Something. What about last night? that The Timberwolf game was a ton of points. The Bulls game died, which hurt my feelings. Only a combined thirty-seven in the fourth quarter. That game and the Atlanta game died too after a crazy first quarter and a half as well.
6: Looked like they were gonna get beat. Yeah, good yeah. Um also from last night. The magic lost again, like uh, well, we just pointed out. They're now 0 5 on the season, but the number one overall pick in the draft, Paulo Banquero, are we paying attention to what he's doing so far? Now I have Benedict Matherin at 15 to 1 from right after the draft well, when he was a year. He's a, that's a good bet. So he started off the season the most points after three games by a rookie in like years. He had, I think, seventy four points after his first okay. three games, killing it, right? Uh Banqueiro, Going back to last week, his first game, he had 27, 9, and 5. The next night it was 20 and 12. Then 23, 5, and 3. Against the Knicks, 21 and 4. Last night he had 29, 8, and 4. Jesus. I think he's around like even money, ready to win the, the yeah. rookie of the year. All right, good. Something and to keep and an eye on. The, the record will not matter there. They could win win 19 games, and if he puts up these kind of numbers the entire year, he's going to win the award.
4: I am with you what you said earlier, too. I mean, this is an intriguing game, and uh, can Tampa, I mean, again, it's been 20 years since he lost three in a row. He hasn't been three and four since 2002. But you lose back-to-back games as double-digit favorites, and that horror show at Carolina, you score three points. Worst rushing attack maybe we've ever seen. 25th scoring offense with Tom Brady. All the toys, all the additions they made. Yeah, what do you, 17 points per game. This is nuts. And I'm telling you, if Baltimore wins this
6: game, I mean, Peekaboo, I mean, this schedule coming up, easy street. Uh, I will tell you this right now, too. I think the market is expecting this game to kind of have some regression in terms of points scored yeah. in a positive way because it opened, what, 44? Now right, sitting right. at 46. I mean, here you go. Here here are the Buccaneers' scores so far this season. 19-3 20 to 10 and it was a miracle to get to 20 to 10 14-12 41-31 was the outlier 21-15 uh-huh. 20-18 and 21 to 3
4: Yeah, the week 2 game is 7-7 10 minutes left, I think it was.
6: Yeah, they uh, can't score points. Yeah. They can't score touchdowns. One I have one in the last 10 quarters. Yeah. For the Buccaneers and the defense, they have injuries but they're not. I mean, other than that Chiefs game when they allowed 41, they're not giving up a whole hell of a lot either. So, but if you go back again and look at the old, the whole resume, easily could have lost to the Saints, right? Should um, have. Should have lost. Should have lost. Call on that guy by the officials. Absolutely. Uh, I don't know how that plays out after the roughing the passer against Atlanta. The Saints are getting the ball. Atlanta's going to
4: get and the ball. They have to punt.
6: All right, right, and then in the Atlanta game, they're getting the ball back after the roughing the passer. That's down true. by six. I don't know what happens there. Mm-hmm. So they are three and four, maybe two and five. Should be the record. They, they're you know getting this a couple is... of breaks here and. Yeah,
4: I'm with you on the total. I don't agree with that either. I mean, the six of the seven games have gone under. Six of the seven games they've been, had 24 points or fewer. 21 points, assume 21 points or fewer. And Baltimore's played four straight-unders, and they have red zone issues lately. Uh-huh. Brady's failed to throw a touchdown in six different halves. It's more than he had all but nine of his uh, previous eight seasons. I mean,
6: what? <laughs> what? Oh. Come on. So, if I'll say this. If they don't win their division, who does? Well, it'd have to be Atlanta, Atlanta right? That's I don't it. know. I honestly have I no idea. I, I just, I mean... I'd like to sit here and tell you because I have future bets on the Saints, like across the board. And so do I, but I just—you're not beating anybody. You keep turning the ball over like that. No.
4: And with all these injuries and how bad the—what de- is going on with the defense? By the way, it was supposed to be okay. The defense was great last year. The problem was supposed to be on offense because you lose Peyton. They can't stop anything. It's well, they've had a lot
5: of injuries. Well, come
6: on, I know, but it's Dennis Allen. I, I know, but you lose that much talent on that side of the ball. and It's tough to overcome that. Well, there- but hey. They, move the, they have guys out on offense, too. They're moving the ball. Well, their they're updated win total is six and a half. That's the bet that I'm talking about that yeah. I, I gave up on. I have them to win at least 10 games. I have them to win the division. I have them to make the playoffs.
4: Well, it's a big one Sunday. If they lose Sunday. It's not happening.
6: No, you can't. But the I next mean,
4: two games are at home. I could see yeah. it. I mean, they play the Raiders and the Ravens. But you're right. doesn't look good. Uh, top horse racing plays. Express Bet Editor-in-Chief Jeremy Plonk. We're going to Keeneland. In the third race, he likes the two. Wild behavior. Juicy. Juicy. 15- to one. On the morning line. In the 7th race, he likes the 7. Civics class on top. Also at 12 to 1. He is not to be trifled with. Bet these races and more at First Bet. Beeson's preferred horse racing app. Get a $10 free bet when you sign up today. With the First Bet app, use the code HORSE200 for the $10. You get a 100% match on the first deposit up to $200. Wagering more than 300 tracks. AI-assisted picks. Easiest way to bet on your favorite sports. Secure payments. Great customer service. Reliable website. VEASAN.com slash horses. VSEN.com slash horses. Yeah,
6: I'm not surprised by this uh, move on a total in that Raiders-Saints game. It was 47.5 on, uh, I believe, what was it, Monday morning when we talked about it? Now it's sitting at 49.5, where there's a 50 out there as well. So definitely could read the market there that that game was going to go up. Um, the Titans are laying 1.5 or 2 on the road against Houston. That total's at 40.5. That's the division I, game under angle. I know Kenny Kenny Hill got dinged up. But, yeah. Malik Willis had to come into the game. Uh-huh. And uh There was
4: another one. How about that
6: play? Willis comes in, they run that stupid handoff to him and they fumble. Yeah, that's right. What are you what are you doing? Yeah, I know. And so the Buffalo game, it's sitting 11 and a half. Better chance to go up to 13 or come closer down to 10.
4: Uh uh up, up because because prisoner of the moment last thing you saw. Standalone game, public will bet the bills.
6: Yeah, I think this is if, if if the public keeps betting the bills on everything, the, the, the sharps will have a buyback. Yeah. I mean, they just it they will reach that point where it's like I thirteen. Are you nuts? Come on!
4: You see the Saints or? T- excuse me, the Eagles are talking to the Saints about Kamara?
6: Imagine the Eagles that. are.
4: Imagine that too.
6: Yeah, I don't want that to happen. Oh. I have too many. I have too yeah. much involved there with the uh, fantasy teams. I don't want that. We can't, we can't okay. have that. Please, oh. Philly, do not oh. trade for him. That would take a wrecking ball to about six of my teams. Yeah, that'd be something. No, there's some trades coming. More trades are coming. Oh, it's going to be. I mean, I, I love the addition of Robert Quinn good. yesterday. How can you not? Good job. Yep. That's a good player, man. Really good. Um, we found a couple of bets that we like, and uh, we will run those down for you coming up next. In-pocket plays for you here on Follow the Money. It's VSYN, the Sports Betting Network.
2: the winner of any given college basketball
4: game someone gives you ten thousand to one on anything you take it take it
6: Take it. I'll bet you 20 bucks I can get you gambling before the end of the day no way I'll give you three
5: to one odds no nope. five to one no nope. ten to one you're
4: right all right let's rumble Penn State plus 15 and a half against the Buckeyes the Buckeye now they haven't done well straight up but they've cashed some tickets here going back against Ohio State. I don't have to win. I just have to keep it respectable and close. Dolphins laying three and a half in Detroit. Can't believe the line. I know Tua was rusty on Sunday, but uh, I think he'll bounce back and the Lions will put it on. They'll put it on the Lions and the they, Lions can't stop anybody. Uh, tonight, uh, Thursday night football. Good game. Intriguing matchup. The new place. Longest touchdown under 40 and a half yards at William Hill. Longest lead under 14 and a half. Minus 130. No longer. lead? Largest lead under yeah fourteen and a half points. I didn't say that. Well, no, it's uh, never mind. Okay, largest uh, November twelfth. Wisconsin Lane one at Iowa. Come on, what's what's Iowa going to do offensively, right? What's what's the total in the game? Yeah, right. They'll put a thirty-one against Northwestern. November nineteenth. Quack quack. Oregon Lane four at home against Utah. Like that game as well. Bet I bet Oregon yesterday. So good at home.
6: Yeah. Okay. So, uh, pending plays for this week. I have uh, the Bengals minus three against the Browns. I laid a buck 15 and a buck 20 in that game. They're up to three and a half now, the way it looks against Cleveland. The total is 47. Pretty much painted across the board. And uh, a couple of player props that I like for tonight. Let me give you uh, Tom Brady's game log so far, the attempts. Passing attempts per game, week one, 27, week two, 34. From week three on, 42, 52, 52, 40, and 49. They can't run the football. They don't try most of the time. They don't. That's the other thing. Even against Atlanta with that big lead, they weren't even running the football. throwing He was throwing the ball, because I had him at Survivor. Yeah. Like,
4: they were throwing the ball up 21? Yes,
6: they were. Asinine. And we're, scra- we're watching that game here at Circa, scratching our heads like, what is going on with this game plan? The the one concern I have is that Calais Campbell is out for this game tonight, so maybe they run the ball a little bit better. But 38-and-a-half, when he's gone over, he's breezed by that number, uh, basically four out of the last five weeks, and they love to throw the ball. I'll ride it again here with Tom Brady over 38-and-a-half passing attempts. And uh, how about over three and a half made field goals? And that is uh, plus 105 right now, and uh, I'll break this down again for the peeps who missed this earlier in the show with uh, Justin Tucker alone. So if you go back over the last three weeks, Tucker has the most field goal attempts in the league, averaging 3.3 field goals per game. And Tampa Tampa Bay ranks in the top 10 in fantasy points allowed to kickers during that same time. Both these teams have issues scoring touchdowns. Um, We'll have chances tonight, I think.
4: Yep. Red Zone Issues sets up beautifully. Yep. There you go. In Pocket, presented by Bet Rivers, your hometown book. Check out their daily specials posted after noon Eastern, com. I went as uh, the movie, the great movie, The Town, uh, the scene where they rob a bank and they were dressed as the nuns, uh, how they did that. Very good movie. Very good. Uh, and you went as Dexter? For so I'm getting, Easter.
6: like, no, yep. I, I kind of uh, screwed myself over today because we can't stand up. Yeah. So if I stood up, you'd be able to see I got the full apron on. Well, you should be able to stand up. I got blood spattered on this thing. I brought in the face shield. It's good. Um, I wanted to go a little bit under the radar this year, because last year I was Ted Lasso, and, like, everybody was going as Ted Lasso. So uh, I also – this was kind of like just for me and my wife personally, because we named our dog Dexter, who passed away two weeks ago uh, today. We named our dog Dexter after his character on the show. Really? When we filled out the paperwork, it was Dexter Morgan Moss. I'm not joking. Yeah. Because uh, this show, again, and it was my number one most shocking TV moment of all time when his wife at the end of season four, Rita Morgan, gets it from John Lithgow, uh, the the Trinity Killer. And to me, it's the most, I'm five feet away from the TV screen watching the end of that episode. I I have noises coming out of my mouth. I'm like, "Ah, ah, ah, ah." I didn't even know how to react. I, I was just, I had to rewind it. And watch like the last twenty minutes. I'm like, what? And then, for those who have watched it, when the phone is ringing and she's not picking up the phone, I started to get goosebumps. I'm like, uh oh, uh oh, don't even tell me. Yeah. And then, thanks for ruining it. But the that's that, that does. I mean, it <laughs> means nothing to you. That, it means nothing. That, okay, I'm done. I'm playing.
4: Uh, that was fun. We did that earlier in the week. Top five yeah. most shooters. I can't, TV I can't disagree
6: with Ned Stark. That. Yep. But to me, my reaction to Rita Morgan was more extreme than when Ned Stark got his head okay. chopped off. So now, you know how I operate on Halloween. Uh, Mitch is out of town tomorrow. I'm taking a
4: maintenance day. We're back Monday with Mike Palm. Um, but the candy, we did candy raid power ratings a couple months ago. Okay. And I, I went after this Orlovsky guy with this uh, Reese's piece is no good. I mean, give me a break. Oh, is that what he that's, said? Yeah. I, Reese's I, peanut butter cups. Uh, no, no oh joke. I, I, so, and, I, and I love, I will fight people. I like candy corn. Now, it's not, I don't have a top five, but it made my list. I don't have a problem with the candy corn. But when you look at the,
6: I mean, give me the Twix. The problem with the candy re- corn is it gets stuck in the teeth too much.
4: It's yeah, too that's waxy. Fair. That's fair.
6: And then you're like, why well, do I have to-. a top three? <laughs> what was that? <laughs> I don't have a top three. I had it down the
4: list. Love Twix, Snickers. Oh, do you go peanut butter Twix or the regular? I go both. I love them. Oh, I am a candy the, guy. The I peanut butter Twix. It. Love it. Out whatchamacallit. Very Come good. On. Give me a whatchamacallit cold. Woo. Uh,
6: you and, get them a, for a dollar at Walgreens. When I was younger, the the ultimate combination was a frozen whatchamacallit or a frozen Kit Kat with an ice cold can. Not a bottle, a can of Mountain Dew. Gotta go can. Well, no cans bottle. are Mountain Dew. No, way better. Can. Yep. Kit
4: Kat, very good. Uh, hundred grand underrated. I like those score underrated. Uh, yeah, but there's Snickers guy. Snickers very good. Milk, Satisfied. Milky
6: Way no good. I don't like. Milky How about Milky Way dark? No, I like that one. No, big
4: fan of the candy.
6: Do you like almond joy? No, coconut gets you? Yeah, or the oh, every time not a coconut. You're guy. not a coconut guy. No, uh. don't like the coconut. Okay, because I like Mounds and almond joy too. Do you do you, do you load up? Like for Halloween, just to have it for yourself, because I, I know, know lights are off. Like it's you said. always Halloween for me.
4: Like my dad, was oh, yeah. in the family. This yeah. is my costume. Is it I worth? should do that Monday in no. honor of. I found the T-shirt. I just got to get the hat now. He bought a. My dad bought a hat a long time ago in Wisconsin. Uh, it was at a gas station. This is my costume. He would wear it though, like in June. Walk <laughs> around. And By then it was over. He'd been fired from his job. The alcohol took hold, and it was that was. How it. old was he? Was
6: he as old as you Where are right now? Oh, he 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 died at forty-two. 40. Did he really that young? Yeah. Man. Yeah. That's. Couldn't that's stop. He's like Nick Cage. He couldn't. He did you like alcohol. him or no? Other than like uh, the massive drinking problem. Did you like him as was, a dead? He wasn't bad. Good guy? Yeah. He's okay. Yeah. And no matter what you and your mom said, or your mom specifically. No, like, he was. No, can't no, his no. mind
4: was made up. There wasn't anything he could do. Or he was going to do.
6: It was like Jack but at the end don't... of Breaking Bad. He knew. Like, when 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 Right. When, what, what Exactly what Mike Palm said yesterday. When Hank Maybe calls out, life. "What you're the smartest guy I've ever known," yeah, and yet you didn't know ten minutes ago. He made up his mind that he's sure. gonna kill me.
4: you go, you go to medical school for twelve years, and you're a heavy smoker and you drink, and I didn't respect him because he drank Bush Light. Uh, that was one of the problems. But he, we, he went to rehab. He went to get help, and then right out of rehab, my stop. M- yeah, out of rehab, when mom picks him up, he says, "Pull over to the liquor store." I mean, it, that's it. After a month, and of did that. she? Yeah. Well, I yeah, I. I at that point, it's like, where, where are the papers, right? It's like Giselle. I thought you were retiring. Mm. You know, but that's like, where, where do I sign? Well, that's unfortunate, man. <laughs> oh, no, man. It's all right. You, so you you're, yeah. But that that's with my, uh, you can't, so much candy with you? No.
6: No, I gave up candy. I mean. I like graham crackers. Not that it qualifies. I don't think it qualifies. I'm a graham cracker guy. With milk? Ooh. Yeah. Well, I mean, it's tough to be the good s'mores, right? Sure. They have them right here at Berry's. What a dessert that is! Oh, is that good? I the,
4: haven't had that one. Never had the s'mores at Berries. No, I don't think so. No. With the marshmallow? Oh, come on! I don't think I did. That's outrageous! You never? No one's told you about
6: the s'mores at Berries? I'm not a big dessert guy, Paulie. I know, but no one's told you. Never try it? I don't think so. No. Ah, uh-huh. the last time I went there, the guy—it was actually Barry. Barry himself Barry's came out, and he was making the, the, the seafood tower. He does it tableside? Oh, unbelievable! How good they uh, knocked it out of the park here. That's good. So I'm getting everything. By the way, in my costume, people have no idea who, yeah, I, who it's I am. Tough. They pick up midstream. Yeah. They're they're you know asking for the welder. Know. I you know.
4: Well, I'm I'm drawing dead too because the town came out. It wasn't. It was good, but I don't think it was a box office bonanza in 2010. I went as Alan from The Hangover.
6: People are like, who are you? Yeah. Who am I? It's only number the, one rated R movie in history. it's. I think it's the most successful comedy in the history yeah. of movies. Uh, so, and you had the baby. Oh, the baby attached. A, sure. No, the, the town is actually excellent. I went to the theater to go watch that. I need to go. I need to watch great it again.
4: Scenes. I didn't care for John Hamm. But great,
6: the Fenway Park scene. That was very good. There are three I thought. I thought Affleck and... was very good in the Oh, it yes, too. he was. Yeah. Sure. That was during that stretch, though, where Renner was just uh, outstanding. Rev- Renner
4: plays the mass hole perfectly.
6: Yep. Perfectly. Yep. What he's doing. Pro tip of the hour right now here on VEASAN. Available uh, for VEASAN pro subscribers at the website. It is. We'll, we'll reiterate uh, this again today. Uh, Be disciplined when betting teasers in the NFL. Be very disciplined, right? Not working out this year. No, it's not. It's not. Don't force it. Don't force betting the teasers. And again, you need to cap, as Frank B. so uh, brilliantly said yesterday, you need to capture the key numbers of three and seven. Either way, you do it. Don't force it. Be disciplined. Available every single hour at vsun.com. So that means at least 20 every single day. recent pro subscribers paul charchian fantasy football hall of fame run the show coming up next what are his for new 49ers running back christian mccaffrey and can we expect a bounce back from mark andrews tonight after catching zero passes last week
2: Zumo play.
4: This is Follow the Money on VCN. Get everything Vison has to offer for the rest of the football season for only $99. Sign up now. Get VCN Pro access all the way through the Super Bowl. What a deal. Only $99. VSN.com slash subscribe. Basketball season. The NBA's here. College basketball coming up. Pro Picks, recap of the top plays by every host and guest. vison.com slash subscribe.
6: Time now uh, for Fantasy Football Hall of Famer. Paul Charchin with guillotineleagues.com makes his uh, weekly appearance. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh, boy. Happy early Halloween. Look at this. Team wow. There you go. Now, that is, imp- that is impressive. With
7: the, uh, I mean, now you have like waiting have just in the closet.
5: Stopped.
7: Now maybe I go. Oh, yeah, I keep I keep it with me at all times. Now, <laughs> now you know. Here's how you know it's really serious.
6: Yeah, there you go. The, we the Elvis got, sandwich. We got the,
7: the perfect oh. Elvis, fat Elvis accoutrement, which is the peanut butter banana sandwich, right here, yeah. ready to go. Yep, yeah, yeah. that's that's happening immediately after this. Okay. Yes. The this sunglasses. We're we channeling our inner Elvis right now.
6: That's incredible. Good job. And you're not afraid to wear that zi- that oh my
7: God, pal. Oh, I've already been I've already been to the store. Um, yep. Took this out to the store already, pumped some gas with this on. Oh, I love <laughs> it. you got any how about the drugs? Any of those? <laughs> <laughs> they don't make enough drugs for me to do oh, what Elvis oh, was doing. No it. kidding. Yeah. Yep. No kidding. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Uh, but it, just in homage to Elvis, I will be heading to the toilet after this. Okay. <laughs> yeah.
6: What was the guy? The, the Colonel? The Colonel, oh, yeah. The oh, Colonel. that guy.
7: Unbelievable. Oh, t- boy, terrible. Oh he was
6: in the movie too much, to be yeah. honest. Okay, okay. so, Charge, uh, if we can get serious here for a second, uh, what, do, what should we expect from C- uh, Christian McCaffrey in Game 2 for the 49ers against the Rams this week? And as a side note, now, what do we do with Jeff
7: Wilson? Yeah, it's going to be tricky here. So last week on two days' notice, we got 10 touches out of Christian McCaffrey. It's pretty good. So now, advance the calendar a week, you figure he's good for 15, 17, 19 touches in this game. Wilson will still be a factor. They go into buy next week, and you figure they'll come out of the buy with Christian McCaffrey as as the, the obvious 1A, getting virtually all the work. This is your last chance to touch Jeff Wilson if you're ever gonna start him, but I don't think I would here. Interestingly, there's a ton of recent history with this matchup. Christian McCaffrey played the Rams the week before he was traded. Two weeks ago, as a member of the Panthers, and he put up 158 yards in that game. And then the 49ers played the Rams. They're just three games removed from that game. San Francisco's running backs in totality, 118 yards and a touchdown. So actually pretty optimistic about McCaffrey here. If he can get into that 15, 18 touch range, that puts him pretty safely into play. I've got him as my running back number 18 this week. That is a startable ranking.
4: Okay, very good. Now, what do we do with the Rams? Aker's going to be gone in the doghouse, can't run the yeah. ball. Uh, what What do you think uh, we should do with the Rams running back situation?
7: Now, this is super sneaky stuff. Fantasy knows is looking for an angle, somebody you can pick up that might help you. There's a chance right now the starting running back for the Rams this weekend, not Cam Akers, who's not even allowed to practice with the team. Right. It's not Daryl Henderson because he's not good. It's Kyron Williams, the fifth-round rookie, that uh, suffered an injury in week one, has been on IR ever since. He just got activated yesterday off IR. There's a chance he's going to lead this team in rushes. They are so unhappy with the running that they're getting right now. It could be Kyron Williams. And go, absolutely go pick him up. He's available in 96% of leagues. He's a He was a super productive back at Notre Dame. All-purpose guy, catching. He can he can run and catch. He runs inside. It's not super gifted athletes. He won the fifth round. But... He was super productive. And right now we would take productivity for the Rams. That's your angle. Kyron Williams. I like it. I'm Mm -hmm.
6: going to be searching for him after the show. Another guy that I was high on this week to pick up. uh, Evidently not high enough. I missed out on him with the fab budget, but um, what are we looking at right now in Miami with Raheem Mostard?
7: Yeah. Raheem Mostard is dominating the backfield. He has plastered Chase Edmonds onto the bench. You'll remember he played for uh, Mike McDaniel. Of course, his old offensive coordinator in San Francisco had that big run to the Super Bowl. He's, He gets a top five running back ranking for me this week because it's Detroit. Detroit's allowing the second most rushing yards and the most touchdowns to opposing runners. I've been looking to try to find props on most, but I can't find any. If you can find him, God bless you, and take the over and take the anytime touchdown. I don't even know what the odds are, and it doesn't matter. Over the last three games, Ramondre Stevenson, Rashad Penny, and the Dallas backfield average 151 rushing yards and one and a half scores per game. I love Raheem Mostert this week.
6: Very strong. Okay, so for tonight's game, uh, the point spread has gone back and forth. Uh, the Ravens, for most of the week, favored by one, one and a half. Now Tampa Bay this morning favored by two. Lamar Jackson, after that uh, blazing hot start where teams yeah. had no solution for him and he was killing him on the ground and in the air, well, he has cooled off since. What do you anticipate tonight against this Buccaneers defense?
7: Yeah, Lamar Jackson, just three touchdowns over his last four games. None of them on the ground, by the way. Which is very important. We, maybe we talk about Gus Edwards here in a minute, but they don't. When they've got good running backs on the field, they don't run Lamar Jackson near the stripe. They let the running backs do that. Jackson has rushed for at least fifty-eight yards in each of the last four games, which is good. So he does help you with the, the rushing yards he does get. Tampa has allowed multiple passing touchdowns in four of their last five games, and so mm-hmm. they're they're trending the wrong way. And I'm, I'm sure you guys know. Antoine Winfield, out. Cornerbacks Carlton Davis and Sean Murphy Bunting, out. Those are two of your three starting cornerbacks. So this feels like a very soft spot for Jackson. I think the rebound's coming tonight. I would hit the over one and a half passing touchdowns for Jackson. That's a plus 115. I think he can find his way to two touchdowns, even as wobbly as he's looked. Rashad Bateman should be healthier here. And Tampa Bay missing those guys. I think that's I think that's the angle is the overpassing touchdowns on Lamar Jack. All
4: right, you hit on it. What about Gus Edwards? And then what do we do with Andrews?
7: So two great questions. Let's do Gus Edwards first. He scored twice last week in his debut from this season. Tampa Bay's run defense has been elite for so long, we just always assume that it's good. But they've not been that good this year. They've quietly slumped to 13th in rushing yards allowed. This is a defense that's usually one or two over the last several years. Meanwhile, Gus had 16 carries in his first game back. If he just gets those same 16 carries against the Bucks, any runner with 16 or more carries, averaging 96 total yards and a touchdown, Gus gets all the goal line work here. The Gus anytime touchdown is plus 155. He scored twice last year on goal line runs, last week on goal line runs. And this is a great opportunity. I love the anytime touchdown for Gus Edwards plus one fifty five. Yeah. Oh, and you mentioned uh, Mark Andrews. Yes. Yeah. So Andrews killed fantasy owners last week because yeah. he w- he played. He was on the field virtually every snap. They didn't. He didn't catch a pass. They only threw to him one time. So didn't practice all week. So we're going to have to rest Mark Andrews here. But that's kind of a, a chicken bleep answer to just say rest Mark Andrews because there's no good tight ends out there. So I'm going to go one step further and I give you the tight end to take. And it's the other side of the field. It's Cade Otten, who has been thrust into the starting duty with Cameron Brait out. He is the second-year player who missed all of last year hurt. Wow. He's a big-bodied talent. He posted 64 yards last week without Cameron Brait. And the Ravens are getting hammered by tight ends, including giving up nine catches for 86 yards to tight ends last week. Your Cade Otten over is 30 and a half yards. Let's go Cade Otten, and let's okay. rest Mark Andrews this week.
4: All right, two minutes. What happens with Brady? Does this uh, uh, horrible run continue? And with Gage out and Julio a game-time decision, do I then look at Godwin and Evans?
7: Yeah, you, in theory, Godwin and Evans are going to get a, a lot of attention in this game, and I do believe you're going to have you are going to bounce-back performances from both, when they both disappointed badly last week. But the Bucs have generated just one touchdown in the last ten quarters. This is a totally broken yep. offense. The offensive line's a disaster, and they're going to be missing a starting guard in this game. Um, Brady's thrown zero or one touchdown in every game but one. That's it, zero or one. So I would not take any time touchdowns in this one. Um, Baltimore's secondary's improved. They they started the season badly, but over the last five games, the average game against Baltimore passing, 236 yards and 0.8 touchdowns. So while I think a better game for Brady's coming, it won't materialize in the form of touchdowns, maybe more yards, more catches. I think be really caught, continue to be very cautious on, on break.
6: Always so many great nuggets. When you check out uh, these player profiles that are ranked at guillotine leagues.com under the tab called charge ranks. And also you're still drafting guillotine leagues. Um, how long does that go on
7: for, by the way? Yeah, through about week 10. So yeah, you can still join a new guillotine league because there's no head to head. We can just form leagues every, 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 every day, basically, which is what we're doing. And, that way you can uh, continue to get some new action and hold a new draft. Yeah,
6: you got to go check it out. Uh, I'm down to one team. I had four to begin no. the year. I'm down to one. And like oh, I said, no. I missed out on Mostert. Um, I probably won't survive much longer. I just My drafts were terrible. Uh, turned out to be bad. I had, here's the thing. In my four leagues, I drafted first overall in two of them. So who am I going to take? You know, Jonathan, Jonathan Taylor. Taylor. Massive yeah. stink bomb. When's the last yeah. time a first overall consensus pick like Taylor had this bad of a start to his season?
7: Well, last year, because Christian McCaffrey was the, I think, the number was one he last, last year. year. Yeah, and then he, he promptly would belly up. The year before that, it was Christian McCaffrey who went belly up. So, yeah, mm-hmm. it's tough. Look, Jonathan, maybe Jonathan Taylor. Actually, tough matchup this week for Jonathan Taylor. He's got a, a good Washington run defense. Yeah, you're I right. I can't even tell you that it all comes together this week, and I'm sure Washington's going to play to stop him and make Sam Ellinger beat him. So, I can't even tell you it gets better with Jonathan Taylor this week. Good outfit. you great sport, man. Yeah. You too. You guys look fantastic. We'll do it again in a year. (laughs) Sounds good.
6: Thanks, pal. All right, bye-bye. Yep, there you go. Missed any of our show. Go back, search the Follow the Money podcast wherever you listen to your podcasts. And uh, good luck this week with all your bets.
2: Zumo Play.